0: everybody welcome to Noah's window today we're going to continue talking about the story of peter and uh, today we're going to be talking about the most difficult and painful moment of peter's life we're going to talk about a moment where he felt like everything was falling apart and because uh, you know in our first episode we talked about peter's calling how he was called to ministry and in the second episode we talked about the moment where he was walking on water And this, I I call this episode the breakdown of Peter, because Peter has, Peter has a breakdown. And I think we all know what that's like. I think we all know what it's like to have a season where we feel a little bit broken down. And this is, this is how it starts. So Jesus is having one final meal with his disciples, uh, before the crucifixion. We call it the Last Supper. Uh, Some of you have seen the famous painting. And this was a, this was a big moment where Jesus is telling his disciples what's going to happen. And, uh... You know, Judas mysteriously disappears towards the end. Uh, There's a lot of things going on at this moment. And when they all get up from the meal, they're they're all going somewhere because they go from the house where they have the meal to the Mount of Olives, which is where Jesus would eventually be arrested. And what the book of Matthew tells us is on the way from the house to the Mount of Olives, Jesus has some tough words to say with Peter. And they're not words of anger. They're just words of, they're, they're prophetic. Peter is, Jesus is telling Peter what's going to happen. And uh, this, is, this is what it says in Matthew 26. This is in verse 31. And uh, we're in the NLT. This is what it says. On the way, Jesus told them, Tonight, all of you will desert me. For the scriptures say, God will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised from the dead, I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there. And here's the big moment with Peter. Peter declared, even if everyone else deserts you, I will never desert you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, Peter. This very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny three times that you even know me. No, Peter insisted. Even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the other disciples vowed the same. Right, right now, Peter is telling Jesus, look, e- even if I have to die for you, there's no way I would ever deny you. I would never deny the person that I've spent the last three years with that I, I call my Lord. I would never, I would never do that. And yet Jesus is telling him, before the rooster crows tomorrow, you're going to be doing that three times. And I think this is a moment that's very personal for all of us because I think we all know what it's like to tell Jesus, look, I would never do that. And then we do it. And then we do it. And this is, this is what happens later, because Jesus is arrested. And we're going to pick this up in verse 54. It says this, So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home. And Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, This must be one of them because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind before the rooster crows tomorrow morning you will deny 3 times that you even know me and peter left the courtyard weeping bitterly i think one of the reasons why this story is so powerful is that i think we all know what it's like to be in peter's shoes you know we told god i would never i would never do this I would I would never I would never deny you. I would never, I would never make, I would never hurt that person. I would never blow up this marriage. I would never I would never lie. I would never do this. I would never do that. And then and then it happened. And just like Peter, you know, that 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 moment when Jesus turned and looked at Peter and then he just felt this overwhelming dread and he started to cry and he ran away. You know, I think that's a moment that a lot of us can identify with because I think there's, when we, when we make choices that go against God's will, there's a moment when all the consequences and all the pain of that just hits all at once. And it's overwhelming. And that can lead to tears, just like it led to tears for Peter. But here's the thing, if those tears are shed in genuine repentance, those are not wasted tears. Those are not wasted tears. And you know, Peter, Peter's in a difficult moment because Jesus is about to be crucified, and Peter feels as if he's not a disciple anymore. Peter thinks that this is over, and I know that because the Gospels tell us that Peter briefly went back to fishing. He briefly went back to what he did before he knew Jesus because he thinks he's, he thinks he's done. He thinks this is over. He denied Jesus three times. There's no way that he would possibly ever be forgiven. There's no way that he could actually become a disciple again. But this is what Peter underestimated. He underestimated the grace, the mercy, and the forgiveness of God. How many times have we underestimated the grace, the mercy, and the forgiveness of God? And, you know, Peter forgot Lamentations 3.22, where it says that that his mercies are new every morning. Peter forgot about that. And if you feel like Peter today for one reason or another, if you feel like somehow you've fallen too far from grace, I want you to know something. This moment, as difficult as it was, this moment was not the end for Peter. And if you're going through a moment like that right now, this moment is not the end for you. It's not the end for you. In 1 John 1, 9, it says this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Notice that word, all. It doesn't say if we confess our sins, God will consider it and then see how bad it is. And then he'll think about maybe purifying us from some unrighteousness. No. It says, it says he will purify us from all unrighteousness. And that night when Peter denied Jesus, I'm sure he felt unrighteous. I'm sure he felt dirty. I'm sure he felt like a failure. But what he didn't, but he didn't fully realize is that, is that that there would be, there would be, there would come a time where he would have a conversation with Jesus and he would realize that he would be purified from all unrighteousness. And and so what we're going to talk about, this is really just part one of part two because uh, uh, this is just part one because tomorrow we're going to be talking about the moment when, when Peter was restored. But here, here, here's the thing, this is just what I want to say. If you're going through a season right now where you feel like you've hit a wall, one it, it could be many different things, but if you feel like you've hit a wall today, there, this, what you need to know is that what you need to know is that the love of God is extremely strong and that he He wants to connect with you wherever you are. Whatever you've done, whatever mistakes you've made, he wants to get closer to you. Because again, his mercies are new every morning and that he can purify us from all, A-L-L, all unrighteousness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your love. Father, just, just like Peter, a lot of us have, have been through days where we felt so unworthy and days where we felt like we had where we felt where we felt like we had turned against what we believed in. And father, I pray that you would father, I pray that you would help us to come close to you even in moments where we feel so unworthy. And for anyone out there right now who feels like they've fallen from grace, that they've fallen too far far father, I pray that you would that you would remind them how deep your love is, how wide your love is, how, how massive your love is for whoever, whoever that person is right now. Father, if, if, they, if they feel unrighteous right now, if they feel like they've fallen too far, Father, I pray that you would remind them just how much you love them. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for Noah's Window. We're going to continue with Peter's story tomorrow.